Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Sleepy Knots podcast. I'm Erin, your host and author of today's sleep story. So we got a couple of things to go over today before we start officially. Um, first things first, we're going through uh, some growing pains trying to figure out which day uh, is going to work best for release. Saturdays just don't seem to be working out. So I'm working on figuring out what day is going to be best. But for now, please forgive me. I'm trying to do Mondays. Um, also growing pains related. I think I've got all my audio glitches worked out. To be honest, it's all learning for me. Uh, as far as recording sound goes, I was a filmmaker, so sound is not my forte, but I'm learning GarageBand is very forgiving. Okay, on to the next thing. So I know I talked about last week about not doing voices. And I had a conversation with someone this week and they said, you know, voices are the best part. Why didn't you do Sharon Osbourne's voice? And I said, well, because I can't. And um, she looked at me and she was like, well, but you should try. I mean, that's part of storytelling. And I realized I am such a writer and I'm so used to being a writer that it never occurred to me that I should maybe try to get better at the storytelling, not just the story writing. And so one of my favorite podcasts in the world is Last Podcast on the Left. And my favorite thing about Last Podcast is Henry Zabrowski and his voices and the way that he tells stories and you know which which character is which because of, of his voice acting. And so I realized that that is a vital part of my storytelling that I'm really like kind of letting you guys down on. So long story short, I'm going to give the voices thing a shot for better, for worse, whatever it is, it's all going to evolve into better storytelling. So um, bear with me while we go through some growing pains. I think at the end of the day, it's going to be for the best and we're all going to be, we're all going to enjoy the silly stories, just maybe like a little, like a touch more. If I just try to open myself up to being a storyteller, not just a story writer. So anyway, um, if you have any suggestions, feel free to email me at thesleepynotspodcast at gmail.com. Um, check out my books on Amazon. Uh, anyway, I'm rambling. So let's get to this week's sleep story. So what I want you to do as always is take a nice cleansing deep breath Find a safe, quiet space to close your eyes and lose yourself in this week's silly sleep story. This story is called The Bates Motel. I saw the red neon vacancy sign from at least a hundred feet away. It beckoned to me through the rain and fog of the stormy night, and I pulled into the parking lot, thinking that a room for the night was just what the doctor ordered. I darted from my car to the motel office with my head down and the rain pelting me in the head. I flung open the door and found the office empty. It was a quaint little office filled with the smell of burnt coffee and carpet shampoo. The walls were covered with strange taxidermy, and a radio somewhere in the back was playing the pina colada song. If you like pina coladas, we're getting caught in the rain. I sang along and danced a bit since no one was watching. I danced around the room checking if there were any free pens or warm cookies, but I found none. Instead, all I found was a small bell on the counter. 
I rang the bell with the beat of the song and danced a little more in place. Ding, 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 ding. Some shuffling sounds came from the back of the office and a voice shouted, I'll be right there. I jumped a little, not expecting to hear a man's voice, though I don't really know what I expected. When he emerged from the back with an annoyed look on his face, I finally stopped dinging the bell. I guess not everyone loves music as much as I do. Can I help you? He asked. I would like a room for the night, I said in my best fake English accent. I don't know why I went with the fake accent, but when I get nervous, I tend to lie or be weird. Okay, $95 plus tax for one king or two queen beds. We have an ice machine and a vending machine and free coffee in the morning. That will do just fine, my lord, I said and bowed dramatically. Eh, I just need an ID and a credit card. I pulled my wallet from my purse and as I do, several packets of sugar I had stolen from a Denny's tumble out. He watched with one eyebrow raised as I scrambled to shove them all back in my bag. I don't know what it is about sugar packets, but I like to empty them directly into my mouth whenever I need a little pick-me-up. I like to call them adult pixie sticks. Where are you headed in this weather? He asked, totally uninterested. I'm headed to Seattle for work. And what do you do for work? Oh, a little of this and a little of that, I say as he swipes my credit card. Well, my name is Norman. If you need anything, I'll be in the house just behind the motel after 11. You're in room number one. Here's your key. Oh, thank you, governor, I say and snatch the key from his hand. Since it's the first room next to the office, I pop out of one door and into another. The room is dark and with one flick of the lights, everything is illuminated. There are tacky paintings on the walls and gross thick green carpet on the floor. A bleachy smell stings my nose. I mean, at least he keeps this room clean. That's, that's a good sign. There's a TV and a phone and a sagging mattress on a sad bed frame. I grab my suitcase from the car in a small cooler and toss them on the floor before kicking the door shut and locking it. This place is a dump, but as long as there's Wi-Fi, I'll be fine. I pull out my laptop and decide to do a little work before bed. I grab a foot-long sub from the cooler and flip open the laptop, logging onto my website. I hit the button to go live and start filming. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in for tonight's live stream. On the menu, we have a foot-long tuna with green peppers and olives. I seductively take a large bite of the tuna sub and watch as my audience rapidly grows online. I run a website where people get to watch me eat. I know it's technically a fetish website, but it's, it's still legit work. It's fine. I get to eat. It's fabulous. I hear a thump on the wall and some strange rustling. I freeze and scan the wall behind me. That's weird. There's a large painting above the bed and it's gently swaying a little bit. Is this place haunted? Oh, that would be cool. I love haunted stuff. I look deep into the eyes of the elk dressed like Napoleon in the painting. There's something off about the eyes. They seem to follow me as I move. Creepy, but I shrug it off and get back to my live stream. An hour later, I've made $2,000 and my tummy is full of tuna goodness. I slam my laptop shut and decide to take a shower before bed. I run the water for a bit until the rust is gone and the water runs hot and clear. I peel off my yoga pants and Cannibal Corpse t-shirt and climb into the shower. I let the water wash over me and enjoy just being in the moment. I glance down at my stomach and the giant clown tattoo that takes up my entire abdomen.
I love to make the clown dance by rolling my stomach like a belly dancer. It makes me giggle every time. So there I stand, jiggling and giggling under the warm water when I hear the door to the room open and shut. I know I locked it. I always lock the doors. I freeze and my blood runs cold. I listen but hear nothing. I pull the shower curtain back and look around, but I don't see anything. After a moment, I go back to washing my hair. I love to sing in the shower, and as I break into the chorus of Let It Go from Frozen, I hear it again, like a weird rustling on the carpet sound. Hello? I ask. No response. In a flash, the curtain's thrown back, and there stands Norman in a wig with a knife held over his head. He shrieks, and I scream. Immediately, I jab my fingers straight into his eyes. He drops the knife and grabs at his eyes in pain. I grab the bottle of shampoo and squirt it into his already injured eyes. Stop, please, he cries out. But I didn't take six years of Kramaga to get my ass murdered in this podunk motel. I let out a war cry, and I jam my knee into his throat. That's my purse, I shouted him. I don't know you, another kick in the head. Please stop, I'm sorry, he whimpers, and I start to feel kind of bad because he's like real skinny and I think he's really hurt. You just don't get to stab people to check into your motel, dude, I shout at him as I grab a towel and start to dry off. I know, it's just you seemed like, like what, like a good person to murder? Well, yeah, I mean, isn't every person kind of like a good person to murder if you're a murderer? Well, I guess we're at a weird impasse then, because I'm not going to let you kill me, but I don't want to keep kicking your ass. Like, it's it's exhausting. Are you going to try to kill me? No, no, I promise I won't. Just stop. The soap, it burns in my throat. I do. I do genuinely feel bad. I mean, I know he tried to kill me, but he's not the first man that's tried to kill me. It's not like you go through life as me without people trying to kill you. I mean, let's be honest. So I shove my hand out to him and offer to help him up. He takes it and pulls off his wig. I'm a little embarrassed for him because he's done a really bad job with his makeup. And, and I, I can tell that he really put a lot of effort into, you know, how he looked before he came in here. And, and so a thought popped into my head. Hey, man, I've got my laptop and... No offense, but your face is kind of like a dumpster fire with your makeup. Do you, do you want to watch some makeup tutorials and maybe order a pizza and learn how to do contouring or something? I mean, I know that's crazy and you wanted to kill me and everything, but like, if we can get past that, we could probably have a really good night. He looks at me confused and then drops his head in shame, nodding slightly. I know. I'm really bad at makeup. I don't actually have Wi-Fi in the house. We only have it at the motel and I can't practice doing my 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 lips and stuff here. You know what? That actually sounds like a lot of fun. Let's let's do that. Let's let's order some Papa John's. No! No Papa John's. Never Papa John's, I shriek at him. Okay, okay, we'll order whatever you want. And yeah, that that sounds nice. Friends? He asks me friends, I assure him, and I give him a high five. That's it. That's my sleep story for this week. I went back and forth and back and forth about who I wanted to do and what I wanted to do them as far as Halloween heroes go, and I thought that good old Norman deserved a, 
a little nod. So, um, that's it. That's everything. Until next week, I hope you guys have a really good week. I hope everybody's finding a way to get through this hard time. And until then, sleep well. <laughs>